When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Hello and welcome to the show. It's uh, Monday night. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews in the studio. Badge back on on Wednesday night. He rang me today. Mm -hmm. Badge? Mm -hmm. Yep. He didn't get lost. And? He's just checking in. He actually didn't realise what day he had to come back. He said, do I come back tomorrow? I said, no, have another day, Badge. I acted like the good guy, so I gave him another day. Did you say that I've been mentioning Wednesday on air all the time? I didn't. All right. So, what a weekend it was, but Oh, absolutely incredible. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, welcome to all our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170 in Sydney, uh, SEN 1620 on the Goldie, uh, our SEN track stations. Uh, if you're listening through the app, the SEN app, hello. If you're not, download it from where you get your uh, uh, your apps from, and you can listen to us anywhere, anytime. And if you miss a show, you can catch up as well. Hello to our listeners on SENQ 693am in Brizzy and also Canberra. Speaking of badge, 1323am. And yes, you're right, Sats. What a weekend it was in sport. Amazing. Uh, not only Cox Plate, we had Australia versus New Zealand, which, you know, New Zealand were, were great batting first. Australia, well, we'll talk about it really, really soon. We've got a very special guest coming up. Uh, Barrett Sundarayson to talk about the World Cup and that amazing game last night between India and Pakistan. I've got to say, it was at forfeit at India. I thought, you know what, there's no chance here. But then when Virat Kohli's still at the crease, there's every oh. chance. And didn't he prove it last night? Uh, the Cox Plate, Animo, just a horse that knows how to win as we lead into the the Melbourne Cup in in just over a week and Rugby League World Cup as well. We saw some big big score lines. Uh, but also some amazing individual performances. Sats, um, uh, some of our colleagues our colleagues at SEN in Melbourne were at that game last night and they've said that they've never experienced anything like that. 90,000 people at the MCG, the biggest crowd uh, to watch a sporting event there that doesn't involve Australia. And it makes me think, and, and I heard Vossi talking about this morning with Brandy, have you been to a sporting event where Australia aren't playing and you've seen two other countries or even two other teams when your team's not involved and has it been that good? And I wouldn't be able to think of anything. I just Like no one is even sitting down at the MCG yesterday. Well, two countries that have one of the greatest rivalries in world sport. You know the crime rates, and this is not a joke, the crime rates in Pakistan and India whenever they play each other are completely down. Like everyone's watching the game. Mm. There's no, hardly any crime. The, yeah. Please take the night off. <laughs> it's amazing, well. amazing finish. One ball with one, one run with one ball to go, and it, uh, yeah, it's, it sets up a pretty mouthwatering um, when they face each other. Possibly face each other again in the finals. Yeah, Joel and Fletch back from holidays, as you know. Uh, we'll catch up with them 
uh, a little later on. And don't forget, too, you can grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day New South Wales. You can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I like to go through Spotify. Can I just say, can I announce, and I'm not getting paid any money for that, I just got an email from Alinta Energy. Welcome in here. Oh, because you sent a message over the weekend saying that you were going to join Alinta Energy. You went through with it. I did. I, I just, I don't know, I felt like... Did you feel sorry for them? I did. Okay. And I felt like I had to support them. Now, I can't afford to f- support Gina. Uh, I think she's going to write Gina right yeah. anyway. She but can pay electricity bills. That's all right. Off the back of uh, the decision of Alinda to pull out last week, Cricket Australia, because it could be a clash of cultures or a clash of uh, ideals mm-hmm. amongst certain cricketers for Australia and also the energy company. So, uh, yeah, I jumped on board. Not, plus also the fact to get free KO uh, for 12 months uh, certainly helped as well. Top seven moments for the weekend in sport coming up, Sats. It was huge. And I know you loved the Rugby League. Well, you loved both World Cups over the weekend. And and that features, by the way, both of those will feature in our top seven. Is Parramatta Eels, are they in our care top seven tonight or not? No. Do they have an AFLW side I don't know about? No. Do, have they got a team in the Rugby League World Cup? Negative. Have they got a team in the Cricket World Cup? One of the highlights from the Rugby League World Cup is James Bentley. Um, he was clutching at his crutch after a, a tackle playing against Lebanon. He's from Ireland. Saw groin? Yeah, he's, he got up and his lips, he said, he grabbed me by the, while yep. pointing at the, you know, down down below. Mm-hmm. He wanted the pain to, to disappear, but the swelling to stay. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I've got to say, I've got to say, um, as we get to an NRL update, uh, go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. Jace, you love your Ziggy, don't you? Mm. Um, just Why are you on doing the, back the of that, well, I just want to talk because I, I wanted to segue into straight away into um, one of the highlights of the Rugby League World Cup is, of course, is Jamaica scoring their first ever try in World Cup up against the world number one ranked team, New Zealand. The message went across. Don't kick before the last. They've got a result. They've got a result. It's there for Jamaica. Yes. Have a look at the reaction. Ben Jones Bishop. Kiwi players on the deck. Hold the front page of the Jamaican Post. <laughs> you know, I, I know that with the Rugby League World Cup or any World Cup, there are a lot of people critical of a lot of the, the outcomes, the results. And there are there are some blowouts in any World Cup, rugby union, rugby league, cricket, whatever it may be. But the rugby world, rugby league World Cup or any World Cup, this is what the World Cups are about. It's about exposing some some of the minnows to you know the highly ranked sides. You might find one player or one play that just gets the headlines for one small fleeting moment. And this for Ben Jones Bishop, it was his three hundredth professional game. So plays who's he play for? Well, plays over in the UK Super League and. Um, and not only were the how excited they were to score against New Zealand, New Zealand players were clapping them as well. They nice. were really excited. And at the end of the game, led by James Fisher-Harris, they formed a, a tunnel for Ben Jones-Bishop, not because he scored a try, because it was his 300th senior game. What, what do you make of the results? And I, I guess it's good, and I was talking to Jack, our producer, about this earlier. But, you know, Australia versus Scotland, 84-0. Uh, I mean, it's not a, it's, it's not a match. It's just... It's a train. It's a good training run run for for the Kangaroos. Yeah, uh, it's how, a highlight how, for Scottish players. But how does that help those Scottish players? Sats like 
I mean, they only play maybe come across Australia every four years. Mm-hmm. How does that help? How does that help their development get, to get thrashed eighty four nil? Well, it probably doesn't help them. Probably doesn't do a lot for their confidence as but well. But that's what we're hearing. We're but hearing, individually, oh, individually, you know, there might be a player that you, know, you you pull off a really good tackle on uh, Regan Campbell Gillard. You know, you get the ability to gloat about it. You score a try like. Ben Jones Bishop does against New Zealand. Scotland didn't score a try. They nor didn't did, score a try. Nor did they tackle Josh Adokar. No, they we scored four. But I know that they're big score lines. But in saying that as well, you see some great tries scored. Yeah, but how does this help Scottish Rugby League? That What I keep hearing today going, oh, you're wrong. It's great for Rugby League in Scotland. How? No, it's not. It's 84 nil. Well, they're in a World Cup. They're in the World Cup. Qualified, well, they'd be qualified for a World Cup. Yeah, I know, but they didn't do that against the Australias and the New Zealands and the England. Yeah, I know, but getting to the World Cup first and foremost provides an opportunity for other players to say, I, I get the opportunity to, to play at a World Cup. Like a, a, a kid that I've known since he was four years of age, Josh Ralph, is the halfback for the Welsh team, plays for North Sydney Bears in Sydney. Right. Now, you know, Wales will get lapped a couple of times, but. I know for a fact that in the last World Cup, he came back a better player for the experience, right. playing against better players right. and realising what he had to do to get his game to another level. Okay, mm. fair enough. I want to ask another question. Yep. I, I reckon Vossi's the best commentator over there right now for the BBC. I know what, what you're going to ask here. What, why isn't he calling Australian Yeah, I games? don't know. I don't know whether because, because... Do they not know he's Australian? <laughs> because I think... Is it because the BBC have their own callers who would be their number one callers. And Vossi sort of comes in for the World Cup as a, you know, just like as a as an extra. And so they probably wouldn't see him, even though that he is, they wouldn't see him in relation to the totem pole that the other guys would be getting the priority games. Well, not quite would, sure. Why wouldn't you split them up over there from where they're from? Okay, Vossi, you can call Australia New Zealand games. He did call the New Zealand game. Mm. But you, you can call Australia as well because, A, you know how to pronounce the names, mm. which is good. That's good for a start. Why can't you do those? Anyway, um, what do you think of the World Cup? What do you think of these powerhouse sides like Australia taking on these minnows like Scotland losing 84-0? Do you think – I don't know. Are you a fan of it? 0457 736 736 is our text number. Before we move on to more stuff, Sats, got a competition coming up real soon before the end of the hour – uh, your chance to win an NFL Game Pass subscription. Now, I've got one of these. Oh, I've had to pay for mine. We're going to give one of these. Actually, the missus doesn't know I bought one of these. again. <laughs> uh, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit NFLGamePass.com. I love it. Plus, you know what? When the Super Bowl's on, you get all those American commercials. And they are... Next the, level. Oh, mate. I watch it just for the American com- uh, commercials. So we're going to play a game of offense versus defense. All right, two sides of the ball in NFL, and we're going to make this as easy as possible for those who may not know NFL as well as, say, Scott Sattler does. It's a good education for them anyway Had to be green, involved. Had your Green Bay Packers go Beaten to by mate. Washington. What? Going what? pretty ordinary. What? Mm-hmm. Your yeah. Cowboys won. Of course. What do you expect? Yep. Dak was back today. Mm. So here's an example of a question you might get. It says it's going to be two people playing against each other. Only one wins this game pass. For example, how many downs are there before you give the ball back? Scott, the... Four. Four. Yeah. So basically, look at it as four tackles. Yes. And on that fourth down, you can kick or run or uh, a field goal as well. What position do you play when you primarily pass the ball? Uh, you would be a QB. Quarterback. 
Pretty easy. It's easy. How is Tom Brady's divorce settlement going? Wouldn't you love to be the the lawyers involved with that? Hey, what's going on with Tampa Bay this year? Isn't he worth something like eight hundred million or something? I don't know. He's got a he's got a company called TB Thirteen, yeah. which is like high performance coaching and training. Which, vegan? Is he a vegan? I don't know. He's very healthy. Mm. I put all healthy people into the vegan category. <laughs> by the way, hey, uh, what did you like from the weekend as well, mate? What I loved was well, we spoke about. It. I loved. I loved that game, the India-Pakistan game last night. I, I just – I couldn't take my eyes off the TV, to be quite honest. And then when it got down to oh, – what was it? They eight balls and they needed 20-something runs to go. And I thought, I think they might just miss out here. But then Pakistan, they panicked in the moment. They they bowled no balls. They bowled wides. And just watching again – I love it. You know, we, we sit back and look at some of the greats. And you know, I can't remember Ian Chappell. And I can't remember a lot of – you know, we didn't get to see Bradman, and well, you may have, but a lot of people didn't get to see Bradman. But we're sort of witnessing greatness mm. with Virat Kohli, you know, Sachin Tendulkar, was was Samuel Gavastar. Then there was Sachin Tendulkar, and and now you've got Virat Kohli. It looks like he may, you know, beat most of them when it comes to the runs, overall runs in some of the formats. You know what I loved, mm-hmm. and it is kind of putting it into the Aussies a bit. I just love the Kiwi batting performance against the Aussies. They had that game wrapped up inside four overs. I did not expect that, and I don't think the Australians expected that. That was an outstanding, aggressive display of batting. And you know what I liked about it? So it goes hand in hand with what I didn't like from the weekend. They were traditional cricket shots. Mm. They were good, clean, classic cricket shots to some pretty handy bowling, by the way. Stark was was bowling pretty well, so was Cummins. Um, what I didn't like was the Aussie batting. I thought it was arrogant. I Horrible. Thought, I thought it was woeful. Uh, reverse sweeps, all these. I think it's a ploy. What? To get on the opposite side of New Zealand. What? Do you think or not? This well, is the excuse I'm using. Really? Because you you, you could you will be facing England on Friday in Perth, mm. and that is a tough ask. Yep. So we'd have to build England. We've got to build Sri Lanka. Are you confident that Australia will get through to the next stage? No, nah, not now. Really? Not after being bowled out for... 111 chasing 200. Mm. We'll beat Sri Lanka tomorrow night. That game's 9 o'clock tomorrow night, uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time, 10 o'clock daylight time. But And then England. I think England's Friday night. That's the game. That's the game we might have to win and win convincingly to actually make the next the next chapter of the World Cup playoffs. Wow. Like, it's interesting. What, did you, oh, what didn't you like? What I didn't like, um, I didn't like, my Green Bay Packers getting beaten uh, today. Um, you still off Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I've always been off Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I sort of read a little bit more into what's going on with Netball Australia, and I read a I read a story um, on News dot com in relation to the Players Association CEO coming out and saying, you know, we're shocked at what happened with Gina Reinhart and pulling the, the sponsorship. We didn't we didn't anticipate it would get to this point because we actually wanted to sit down and compromise. We wanted to be able to to um to discuss the opportunity of Danelle Wallum, who was going to make her debut. She's third indigenous female player to play for Australian netball for the That's, Diamonds. Yep, right. First in twenty five years, I think it is. Yep. And they wanted to be able to discuss the opportunity of her not wearing the 
the logo in the upcoming matches against England. So they're saying there could have been a, a solution about this, but we didn't want to get more or less get to this point. But somehow it did get to this point where the sponsorship has been completely ripped away now. So I I didn't like reading that over the weekend that that there was a possibility of a compromise, but somehow this got, got to the point that it did. Now, if they went through, if nothing was said and, and Danelle, uh, Danelle Wallum didn't wear the the mining, Jenna Reinhardt's mining company logo, would have we known? No, If not she at was all. the only player that wasn't going to wear it. Not at all. No. Not at all. But don't Netball Australia have this thing, the t- players that won in all in? I think they have that thing. And and, uh, and I, I'm happy to be corrected there. But it, I, the other thing is you could have done this privately. You could have asked for a meeting with John, uh, John, um, Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. You could have asked for a meeting with her without it being in the media. You could have sat down, had all those discussions. And it'd be amazing what you could possibly learn from her as well and learn from each other. And Gina Reinhardt actually does a lot for Indigenous Australians and Western Australia. She does and, a lot for communities and, a, a, and um, jobs and training. Absolutely. Yeah. And she has the right to be offended by this decision. And and I said last week, and you you I think you said this as well. What about the sisterhood? Women looking after women. Like there are so many aspects. And I, whilst I don't applaud her for withdrawing a fifteen million from Nepal Australia, because it's sad because Nepal Australia are in a big hole, and no doubt that that that'll be replaced by by something else. Yeah, but you're right. There was an opportunity for this to be sorted out, and it didn't have to be in the media. Yeah, right? I didn't like it. I didn't no, like it. Good reading course, that. that's yeah. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What did you like from the weekend in sport? What didn't you like? Um, Barat Sundarayan joining us shortly. Um, does Josh? Before we go to a break, I've got to ask this on behalf of New South Wales supporters. Does Josh Addo-Carr's performance? Oh, don't start. Make this. Freddie Flitler's origin no. decision look ridiculous. No, I want to find out. Sats. There was a reason why Freddie picked big tall wingers to try and what was negate that again? the crossfield kicks and trying to go toe-to-toe with Xavier Coates and co. I can get that, but... But answer the question. Well, because they lost, it's easy for everyone now to say, oh, New South Wales, it's one of the worst decisions in origin history not picking Josh Adokar. I wouldn't say that. Did he deserve to be picked? Yeah, he did. But if New South Wales had won the series... Oh, can you get off the fence? Would have you... Okay, would have you had... Josh Adokar in your New South Wales team on the wing. Yes. Okay. So he Would made a he mistake. Would the difference between game three? Probably not. What? Did Qu- you see game three? Queensland won game three. Yeah, but did you see how bad we were, particularly but, on that wing? Well, that's what I'm saying. Would have yeah. he made the difference? Absolutely would have. Would he? And he would have put more pressure on an attack. Seasoned campaigner. Jesus. I just wanted an answer, yes or no. <sighs> this is Sports State. Thanks to Kia. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage. Cars of the year. Lots of texts uh, coming through. Uh, I saw a really good one from uh, G-Man. Uh, remember, uh, who was it? Uh, Argentina. Yes. Argentina used to get hammered in the early World Cups. Now they are beating the All Blacks in New Zealand. Exactly. G-Man from Brizzy. Yeah, good call, mate. And Hathead says, let the Minnows play, Sats. I agree. I love the Minnows to play. After all, they led Australia in the Soccer World Cup. That's well, we're a minnow in soccer, and we we celebrate Australia being in the World Cup. Oh, come on! That is a hat head. That is a very good text. That is, we can't bag 
the World Cup and the and the the score lines at the moment because we're playing the likes right. of Scotland. But Australia in the World Cup and we love it. I'll agree with Hathead if mm. we lose that first game against France, eighty four nil. All right, then what, what's the equivalent in soccer? Jack. Jack, what's the equivalent to an 84 nil flogging? Oh, probably 6 nil. Okay. Six. There you go. And there's never, every chance. We will never there's... see six goals in a soccer game. Are you serious? It'll never happen. Jack, we've seen plenty of six nils, haven't we? Mm. Australia, the Australian women's team beat someone Sorry. 13 or 14 nil. I didn't meant they? men's soccer. We've also got the oh, wow. Did you just say that? All right. Can, can I have one conversation here? I'm going to a break. This is Sports Day for Kia. Barat Sundarazen, who was a part of the SEN commentary team last night at the MCG, joins us next. Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. With Badge and Sats, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. Badge back on Wednesday night. Looking forward to that. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get involved in the show? You might have a question for for Barrett Sundarizen, who's actually in Perth at the moment. He was in the commentary box last night for that brilliant game at the MCG with 90,000 people in attendance. It's been labelled as the greatest cricket game uh, ever seen at the MCG. Barrett joins us now. G'day, Barrett. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm all right, guys. Uh, uh, I have a funny story for you. So I've just landed in Perth, and the Pakistan team was uh, on my on my flight from Melbourne. Uh, so the issue is all their kit and luggage came through. As you know, that's how it works when a cricket team's on a flight. But for a lot of others, including me, my, our luggage has been left behind in Melbourne. So all I'll say is, Pakistan have lost a few fans for themselves in Perth. A lot of people <laughs> are very angry right now at the airport. Uh, hey, uh, how did you, uh, how did you find the MCG last night and the atmosphere, Barrett? Was it um, was it as passionate as what we saw on the screens? Um, you know, there were so many times uh, last night where I had to keep pinch myself and remind me that I'm in Melbourne. You know, and uh, even on air that I should continue speaking in English. <laughs> well, because honestly, there were times I felt like I had been transported back at different points. At times, it felt like Mumbai when India were doing well, that early wickets fell. Then I was transported to Lahore when Pakistan started hitting those sixes. Then back to Bangalore when India, like you know, took those wickets uh, towards the end. Uh, but yeah, but as as that game, you know, came to that dramatic finish, I think we were all transported back to the MCG. It just smelled, felt, and sounded very different. Uh, but, you know, the greatest spectacle I think the MCG has ever seen and one of the greatest cricket matches ever played in the history of the game. Wow, that's amazing. It was so great to watch. It was spine-tingling at moments. And I only read this today, Barrett, that the two nations have been stopped from playing each other at home and they only face off in World Cups or Asia Cups, such as the rivalry both on and off the field. Where do you think this ranks in, in world sport, the rivalry between Pakistan and India? Uh, it, it's very different. Like you said, they can't play each other in bilaterals because of political tensions and, uh, you know, lots of other factors. There have been, um, you know, cross-border issues over Kashmir for years, ever since India and Pakistan got their independence 70 years ago. Uh, and in recent times, you know, the governments that are in power in both countries as well haven't always been in favor of the two teams facing each other. Uh, and that's why they only face each other in these ICC events. It's been 
uh, a long, long time. 2012 was the last time they faced against each other uh, in some T20s, I remember, in India. Um, so, which kind of adds to the allure of India-Pakistan cricket. Uh, and it's so different because it, it goes so much beyond sport. Uh, because for a lot of Indians, and I, and I talk about this all the time, for a lot of Indians and Pakistanis, the only time they see people from the other country is when cricket's on. If, you know, there are players, talking about players or fans or whatever. And like we saw yesterday, the only time they come together, the only time the Indian flag and the Pakistan flag will ever be seen next to each other is on at a cricket ground. So, you know, it goes so much beyond just sport and who's winning and who's losing. Uh, because every time an India-Pakistan match happens, I think everyone wins. But at the same time, winning and losing matters more more to these two countries than anywhere else. I mean, yes, the ashes is massive, but if you are from Pakistan and you lose to India, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to be opening the newspapers or going anywhere near social media if you're a Pakistan player today, and that's just how intense it is. All right, oh, just watching it last night, it just everyone looked like they were just having an unbelievable time on the TV. Let's talk about the man Virat Kohli. That that performance last night was outstanding. Does a performance like that make him greater than, say, Sachin Tendulkar, or, or is he already greater? Uh, no, I mean, look, I think it, it would be an unfair comparison, right? I mean, in any sport, as you guys know, comparing era is always fraught with danger. Uh, but what I will say is, I mean, there's been so much talk in the last 10 years that this is the Virat Kohli era, not just for Indian cricket, but for world cricket. Uh, and there have been doubters, especially in the last 12 months, especially in India more than anywhere else. But I think yesterday or last night, he just proved to everyone why this is the Virat Kohli era. I mean, it was just genius. You know, they call him King Kohli in Australia. Uh, and, and he showed you why. Uh, it was a return of the king. And uh, it, it was just miraculous batting. You know, the first 10 overs, how he started. And he, he's known as the master of the run chase. Uh, so he just somehow kept India in the game. And those two sixes of Haris Rao, I, I think uh, I watched a lot of cricket in my life. I've covered a lot of cricket. But I think those two sixes I'll carry to my grave. They're just uh, so special. Like, And you put everything into context, not just because they were special shots. The crowd, the atmosphere, the setting, the scene and where India was. And the fact that he had to hit those two sixes. And you saw how Hardik Pandya celebrated it. He was screaming at the other end. And India still needed quite a few runs to win. But... That's what it meant to Hardik, that's what it meant to Virat, and that's what it meant to India. A big play also, Barrett, was also when Kohli hit one of those sixes off his legs, and he also called for the no ball as well. So he got the seven the seven runs from that one shot. Just a, the presence of mind to be able to call that. And so much going on around him as well. And we got some text here, Barrett. Uh, Toronto Rod has said the free hit rule. Uh, Kohli got bowled, and did he got clean bowled, then, thre- then yeah. three buys... That's a strange rule. Now, to the listeners, that rule has has been in effect for a while now, hasn't it? It has. I mean, it's a little loophole that uh, always, I mean, there's always a loophole in any laws or any rules uh, that you put in place, right? And I think that the, the, the issue is a lot of the laws of the game uh, were put into place uh, before the free hit and all of that came along. Uh, so I don't think people considered the whole... And it's not that the first time a batter was bowled uh, off a free hit. But rarely do you get bowled and the ball goes all the way to a third man. It went so far. And, and you saw it caught everyone napping. The bowler was celebrating. 
the short third man just stood there and watched the ball go past him. So I think again, presence of mind for Dinesh Karthik and Virat Kohli to um, you know make sure that they were on top of the game, knew what the law was, what the rules were, and just like you know ran across for three. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess you know because of the magnitude of what happened last night as well, maybe that uh, that that rule or that that law might uh, be relooked. Uh, but but. But just in that moment, I think, again, great game sense from both of those to make the most of it. Barrett, uh, what did you make of the Kiwis versus the Aussies? It, first of all, the, the, that, that performance with the bat by the Kiwis, who, where, where did that come from? But also, we're talking about it earlier, the batting performance from the Australians, that was just, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, not the kind of start of they wanted to make to their World Cup defense at home. Hey, but you know what? The Kiwis have done this before. 2016, I remember the T20 World Cup in India. Nagpur, nobody gave them a chance. Opening game, same spinners, Mitchell Santnerish, so they ran through India, really embarrassed India uh, uh, in those conditions. And again, here, uh, coming uh, to the SCG, everybody thought Australia were favorites. They played so many games going into it. They were warmed up, they were ready, and they had a playing 11 they were very comfortable with and then what happens New Zealand just throw that first punch and a punch which is you know which lands right on the spot right it's one of those uh, moments like we've seen it in boxing where nobody gives the other boxer a chance and he just lands one punch and knocks out the the, the more fancied one and that's exactly what happened Australia really struggled to get back up they sort of clawed their way back with the ball uh, but the batting was just Shorty, I thought uh, some of the shots that were played to get out, uh, they would be very disappointed with. And, and that's what New Zealand do. You cannot make mistakes against a team like New Zealand. They'll just eat you up, especially those guys, Tim Saudi, Trent Bolt, and the spinners. They've been around for a long, long time. And yeah, I think Australia uh, have been hum- were humbled at the SCG. And what that means is uh, they basically, their chances have slimmed down drastically. And now they just can't bank on winning these games. But at least at some point, even if they just beat Sri Lanka and England, those two other games, Afghanistan and Ireland, they'll have to win by a huge margin to hope that, you know, can go through. Steve Smith, many believe, Barrett, that he should stick to the ODIs and the, and the test match format. Is he a player that you think could come into Australia's side and, and just stabilise the batting lineup if, if they are falling early? I think if ever you needed, uh, you know, uh, proof that you need Steve Smith in this side, uh, it was that performance. I mean, there have been a few, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, the last uh, few weeks, but that one in particular where, uh, you know, you lost Finch and Warner early and then you were left with a lot of batters who kind of play very similarly. Andrew McDonald did say they are power hitters, but they can be proper batters as well. But who from Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Marcus Stoinis, Tim David, and Matthew Wade, are you backing to, you know, back through the game, mm. like Virat Kohli did yesterday, or like Devin Conway did that day. And that's why you need a Steve Smith. I know it's difficult to fit him in because you want some all-rounders. You can't leave Tim David out either. But you just have to find a way to find someone like Steve Smith in. Because I think pe- people often, like, you know, dismiss Steve Smith, the T20 batter, as someone who's too slow. But I think he has a lot of skills, and he's done it all around the world. You know, you give him the right condition. And these are prime conditions for him. He can manipulate the field. He can use the big boundaries, the big gaps, like Kohli did last night. And maybe it's the Virat Kohli innings that will, funnily enough, bring Steve Smith back into the side. Because I think Australia can do with him. 
Well, you're over in uh, Perth, as you say. You've just landed there with zero luggage. Maybe the <laughs> Pakistan players can lend you uh, some kits or something like that, uh, Barrett. And um, tomorrow night, Australia take on Sri Lanka. You can listen to that match right across SEN and also via the SEN app. You'll have uh, full coverage of that. And, of course, the big game Friday night, Australia versus England. Barrett Sundarazen, thanks, mate, for your time. We really do appreciate it on Sports Day. No worries at all. I just head to the shops and buy me some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. There goes Barrett Sundarazen. He'll bill it back. It'll be all right. Yeah. Send, send, no. send the bill to Hutchie. You'll be, you'll be fine there, mate. <laughs> hey, listen, he's... He, the other thing, too, we just got a text here. We've got to go to a break, but Sporty Gav has just sent us a really good text. Hey, Sats and Jace, one cricket player who I admire is New Zealand's veteran seam bowler, Trent Southey. This player's been around forever. He just toils away and picks up wickets. Lefty. So true. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah, difficult. He's a little bit like Mitchell Stark. Not as fast as Stark, but really difficult. He absolutely terrorises um, Aaron Finch when he's swinging the ball in yeah. back towards the right-hander. He's talking about that role, too, about a, a batsman who should be playing through the innings. That should be Finch's role. Put no. on, but, well, but, but well he, Nick from the Goldie, he's texting. He said, hey, boys, love the show. Thanks, Nick. Steve Smith is Australia's comparison to Virat Kohli. I can't agree any, anymore. Why isn't he that's in the team? He has some of the greatest batting and game sense. He's the guy that can stabilise when everyone else is falling around you. Yeah. Look, the more it goes on, perhaps that is right. But if they don't make the change... Finch needs to bat through. Let Warner be the aggressor. Mm. And Finch needs to bat through. And he should bat around everyone. He's also the captain. He's got some responsibility to do that as well. Anyway, what are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day for Kia. Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Badge back on Wednesday nights. It's Sats and Jace here tonight. Keep your texts coming through 0457 736 736. Or you can call us, and we will need you to call us shortly. We'll need two contestants to play offense and Just defense. Just throw your hat in the ring. You never know. No, I don't, I don't need a hat. I need you to answer some questions. Yeah, but you may not be a, an overall NFL fan. Like Adrian, for example, who said basically it's one of the worst games ever in our text. He he who shan't be entering. Adrian, yeah, he hates it. He's an accountant. He what hates does he NFL. Know? <laughs> Your chance to win an NFL Game Pass subscription. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. So it's offense versus uh, defense. Three questions. Whoever gets the most right wins that game. And that's worth it. I mean, I paid about 180 bucks mm. for mine. I've got to say, I'm an NFL fan. I'm an American sport fan. But the access you get is amazing if, oh. you, if you love American sports. Yeah, and, and you see all the games live or on demand. They've got so many docos on there. It's, it's so amazing So when you're stuff. at work and you want to look like you're being busy and you've got your phone in front of you, you can watch all the games on your phone. How do you know that's what are? Oh. You just sucked me into that, didn't you? Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Sats, texts. Uh, Muzz, I heard this on Joel and Fletch earlier on. He said, can you please give – you both of you learned blokes, please send out a cheerio to my brother, Sean, whose horse, our candidate, won the Cessnock Cup. I didn't get on. And it was carrying 62 kilos. It was no chance. 300 metres out. Well done. Well done, Muzz, whoever else got on it. Um, now, in relation to the sponsorship and what's going on with netball and cricket, if someone sponsors your team, you accept and enjoy. 
I'm over politics and agendas in sport, especially repping uh, your country. They could smear my jersey and whatever they want, and I would w- I'd wear whatever I have to to play for Australia. St. Boyd. And I think that's where a lot of people sit. A lot of people don't like politics entering entering sport. Um, poor old Western Australia. This is from Rod. Well, Western Australian Netball copped the flack of Netball Australia. They had sponsorship with the Reinhardt Company mm. as well. Now that's gone. And this is where it hurts. Yes, it hurts the top echelon of the game. Absolutely it does. But where it hurts more is at the grassroots level, where all that money starts to feed down. You would like to think into t- developing the game, which is one of the biggest participation sports in Australia, mind you, as well. So it takes a lot to try and try and get that back as well. Uh, Mick the Bunny, he's got a, a different view. And I'll get your opinion on this, Woogie. Hey, guys, I support the players with whatever they have done. Quick question, how many sponsors have cancelled sponsorship when a player misbehaves? Why can't players take the same stance and say so we don't believe in what the company stands for? It's a good point. Yeah. I applaud the well, players. No, it's not. Also, haven't South and Bulldogs taken a stance with betting agencies and not having them as sponsors? Mick the Bunny. But just be careful. There aren't a lot of companies out there who no, have the, $10, 15000000 million. The pool yet. is very small. But what what has Alinta Energy, for example, done in this instance? And what has Gina Reinhardt done? Mm. I mean, what, what they're what, saying is what they stand for. And what we're saying with the Gina well, Reinhardt does, one, does, the comments of her father back in the 80s is not what Gina Reinhardt sta- and her company stands these for. These comments that were disgusting were 40 years ago mm. before these players were even born. Now, that doesn't make it right. I'm not, not defending him. But at the same time, look at what she's done for Indigenous communities. Look what she's done for sport in Australia. She doesn't have to hand over 350 million bucks. Mm. She could keep that. I would keep that myself. So what Mick's saying is if you do have a stance against certain things, whether it's betting agencies, alcohol, whether it's mining, um, energy companies, he's saying that why can't – sponsors pull out because of player misbehaviour, and we've seen that in rugby league before. So the players should have the same opinion to or the same option to pull out when they want. It's it's a good argument. It's a good well, text. But just be yeah, fair enough, but just be careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our number. If you want to have a crack at offense versus defense and win yourself that NFL game pass, you better get on the phone now and need two callers. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. All you gotta do is answer some pretty easy questions about the NFL. Alrighty, uh, they are very easy. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to play offense versus defense, next on Sports Day. Sports Day, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to the show. It's time to get into some NFL competition time. We need teen. We need you That's your mate, Aaron Rodgers. That's Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Why your would mate. Jack use Aaron Rodgers <laughs> Because for? he knows you hate I him. I love my Packers, but... How do you hate your quarterback? That's I a just, strong word, by the way. Because he's good in the regular season. He just... He can't get you through to the big games. Okay. Offense. Who's an NRL and AFL player that can't get you through the big games? Just get you good in the regular season. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who's the Aaron Rodgers of the NRL and AFL? Oh, that's a big call. Uh, Mick from Margaret River is taking on Rob from Maruka. G'day, boys. G'day, guys. 
Uh, who wants to be offence and who wants to be defence? I reckon Rob from Maruka is going to be defence. Why is that? Because um, he's know. got a sign in his hand with the letter D and a fence. <laughs> is that is that what it is? All right, Rob, your defence and Mick, your offence. Uh, how was your day today, Mick? Good. Margaret River must be terrific. Uh, yeah, mate, it's raining. So <laughs> we've had about two days worth of sunshine the last eight months. Yeah, like the like the east coast of Australia. So normally good. And Rob, you okay? You survived the yeah, weekend exactly. down uh, down downpour. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It didn't rain as much as we thought it would rain on Sunday, so it wasn't too bad. Um, nice and green up here oh, yeah. in Brisbane. All righty, Sats, you're going to ask uh, these questions. Boys, if you know the answer, yell out offence or defence, whichever one you are, and whoever gets uh, uh, the most right out of three, which would be two. Oh, that's it. So first one to yell out offence, yeah. defence. Okay, gotcha. We'll win here, the NFL game pass. Let's first go. question, how many points... For a conversion after a touchdown. Offense. Oh, there's an offense. Offense. Go, Mick. Two. No. Incorrect, mate. Mm. No. Uh, Rob, do you know what it is? Yeah, it's one point. Correct. Yeah, correct. One nil. Hang on, I've got a ding. Have you got a ding there or something? I think I've got a ding. Oh, it's bad preparation. Uh, okay, yeah. second question. <laughs> offense, defense. What is the last name used for the trophy that is handed to the winner of the Super Bowl? Hello? <laughs> Hello? One of the one of the most famous coaches in NFL history. Uh, defense? Yep. Rob? Is it Madden? No. No, incorrect. Uh, Mick, you got a free crack at this. What is it? Uh, I got no idea. First uh, name Vince. Definitely not fast enough. Okay, Lombardi. Sorrenti. Oh, Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, Lombardi. There we go. So and I so Mick got Lombardi then. Yep. So it's one all. Oh, no, but you gave him the name. Okay. All right. This is the decider. This is the decider. This is the worst competition. I need a first name. Which player? <laughs> which players won the most Super Bowls? Offense. Oh, there we go. Mick. Mick from Margaret River. Tom Brady. Well done. Seven. Seven rings. I'm, I'm getting divorced, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, I can't say that. Congratulations. But I've even lost my crown. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's for Mick. Yeah, how much do you reckon that divorce settlement will be worth when it finally comes through? Well, she's worth squillion herself. I know. It'd be good. Yeah. Hey, Mick, congratulations from Margaret River. You won the NFL Game Pass subscription. Stream every NFL game this season live Thanks, on NFL Rob. Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Well done, mate. Rob, thanks for trying, buddy. Have a good night, boys. Cheers, boys. See you later. Here we go. There we go. There goes Mick and Rob. How'd that go? Don't be honest. Let's get the feedback from the listeners. Why didn't you use my question, what's the two-minute warning? Because it means there's two minutes to go at the end of the half of the game. Well, that's the question, Mm. mate. You asked me what it was Mm. off the air. As an Aussie, I love the big score lines the Australians do, but I... I'm a competitive mate. It's boring me in relation to the World Cup. Yeah, it's not good. 0457 736 736. Thoughts on the World Cup, how that's going at the moment. This is Sports Day. Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au.
the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, hello. Welcome to Hour 2 of the show. Sats and Jace here for your Monday Night Badge. Really looking forward to Badge coming back on Wednesday. I haven't seen him for six weeks. Really? Six oh, we- you're away. That's right. And now right. he's yeah. away. Mm. It was nice of him to ring me today and say, hey, how you going? He actually and- rang me to check when he actually has to come back. What a life. I said Wednesday, but if you want to take the rest of the week off, you can. I made an executive decision. Well, Boom. you can't do that. You can't, and then you're. You I two, can do that. Well, you don't want to see him. I've been here longer than you, so I can make that decision. But you don't want to see him. Yours is based on your personal preference. Because I go on holidays Thursday. At the end of Thursday. Oh, do I have to come in Thursday? Yes. So oh. you guys will be back together for two days, and it's Badge and I for a week, and then you guys are back for about three weeks. It's just this is the worst time of the year. Mm. It means I've got to work more. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is our text number. Send your text through. Is it fair to say we've got one of the most diverse topics with our texts tonight? Well, you know we're inclusive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't like this one. We'll take any sponsor. Uh, Sats and Woogie, that NFL quiz was tragic. It was. Just, <laughs> it flowed like severely constipated. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I reckon we've got to work on, on how we do that next time. I reckon what oh, we do is – Oh, there's Adrian because we... Adrian hates – he hates NFL – and he hates David Fafita <laughs> as well. Yeah, well, it wasn't just him as well. Rooster Muzz was into us as well, saying. He also a, says that if yeah, Rooster Muzz said, yeah, it was. It was the Glen of Quizzes. It was the Glen He's, of Quizzes. That is a low blow. And Adrian also does say, if I'm a club, I'm doing whatever it takes to sign Joey Manu and play him fullback. I regard Manu as the game's finest player. Tedesco is a super fullback. Manu's bigger, stronger, faster, more versatile. And most importantly, four years younger. Yeah, Adrian, um, totally concur with you. And he signed for two more years till the end of 2024, Joey Manu. Now, coming back from this World Cup, if he was on the open market, mm. listeners, 0457 736 736, if your club was going to pay Joey Manu a million dollars, would you be happy with that? Is no. he a million-dollar player? No. So you got to look at it from a – a, does he put points on the board? Does he change a game with his involvements? Is he marketable? He's marketable. I think he ticks all those boxes, Joey Manu. I can stay at the Roosters. <laughs> so would you not welcome him at South Sydney? Okay, no. here, Latrell Mitchell or Joey Manu at fullback? Latrell. Okay. Yeah, I reckon Latrell. Because... He embodies everything about South, Latrell. Culture, everything. He's a great player and a great kid too, Joey Manu. Yeah, they're both good players, Sats. It's, it's, it's hard to pick between the two, but my loyalty lies with the man already in the red and green. Andrew from Seven Hills says, Slats, is it fair to say that Brady and Rogers are past it now? Good question, Andrew from Seven Hills. No, no, well, it's easy to say based on form at the moment. Has Tom Brady gone that one season too long? There's an argument to that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, well, he breaks all the the regular season records, but just can't get his team through the through the postseason matches to a Super Bowl. He has won a Super Bowl, mind you, which isn't a bad achievement, but he did it very early on in his career. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not convinced. Mm. I'm not convinced. Got a text here from Kresh. Hey, Badge and Sats. It's a shame Australia have had to stick with the specialist captain in Finch. Need to play another batter. Sandpaper Gate still hurting as Smith or Warner could easily have captain. Too many quality BBL openers being kept out of the opening There spot. are a lot of quality. That's a really good text, Crash. I agree with you. Because there are so many great openers in the BBL, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But as you know, with Australian cricket, it's, well, not so much with, with a lot of the formats now, but in history, in years gone by, it's always harder to get out of the Australian side, the Australian squad, I should say, than get into it. And there are a lot of players that are, just sitting on the on the cusp at the moment. Mick sent a text while we're on cricket. Uh, said it a few weeks ago. Australia would have not have won last year's World Cup without Smith saving at least two innings. Oh, and in fairness, Matty Wade. Matty Wade, Matty Wade saved our bacon plenty of times uh, last year. But also Australian team, this is from Toronto, Rod, uh, are flat track bullies. And if there's seam bounce or pressure, all they do is just keep swinging. India and Pakistan show it's done Weather the storm, then launch my, my biggest concern Correct. for some of the shots that were played on Saturday night, probably most importantly, Finch's shot, which it was a ball that was going down leg side. He, he stepped to the left, to his leg side, so he could try and push it to the open. There was four, there was four fieldsmen on that offside. Mm. It just caught really and cheap and easy shot. It was, it's not a shot that you'd expect from a, a player that's a, of international standard, let alone the captain. Mm. Uh, Sats mentioned uh, last hour that very rarely. Well, first of all, I asked Jack eighty four nil. Compare that to a soccer game. What would what would be a blowout score? So Australia beat Scotland eighty four nil on the weekend. Jack reckons six nil. I think that's rubbish. I think probably more like twenty nil would be a blowout score. Fifteen nil in soccer. Jack reckons it's six nil. So Sats then goes on to say he can't remember six. Goals being scored in a soccer game, which I thought was very irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I actually brought up the <laughs> scoreline between Australia and I think it what was it? A, and Jack actually had to remind us it's America Samoa, and it was twenty. Was it thirty one nil? Thirty one nil. That would be like a hundred and ninety six to nil in rugby league. Yeah, officially. Hmm. I'd choose I'd love to see. Just looking at because don't forget the, the World Cup is on in three weeks, the, the, the FIFA what World Cup. What about all these World Cups? Oh, in one month. It's on, starts 21st. Wouldn't it be great if Australia beats France in the first round? And correct me if, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm right. France are slow starters. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow they. starters to the game or to tournaments? To tournaments. Okay. This is our chance. We're not in the pool of death. We are a minnow. And on that, uh, hi, Wooks, I agree with you regarding the minnows. No, Tartha Eagle, he was the one that says he doesn't like the minnows. Also, can we have some honesty in the media regarding the global strength of rugby league? 95% of the players at the World Cup have never played league in their grandparents' home country. Does anybody seriously believe there's rugby league in Jamaica? <laughs> if there is Tartha Eagle, down your beaker, great place. Mm. I want to play it. I want to coach in the Jamaican league. What would you get paid? Rum? Rum. Yeah, spiced rum. And um, some rolled cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't try this I at home. cigarettes you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. And, and, okay, who – let me – I know you're going to say, oh, everyone's worthy of being there. But <laughs> the teams that are worthy of being there are England, Australia, uh, New Zealand – who else? 
who who are who else is really deserves a spot? Like, can we just find a fourth team? Maybe combine the Tong, rest of what, Tonga. Oh, Tonga, yeah, mm. Tonga deserved to be there. Mm. On but, paper, Samoa have an outstanding side, but, but they never perform. They never perform well unless they make some changes to their coaching. Okay, they're, ne- they're never going to perform. So there's the top four. Can we make a couple of teams out of the rest of the countries that may be competitive? Because it, it, I, I like it as a spectacle. I think it's great, like the, a maverick side. Yeah, because I just it's not it's not great viewing, mate. But it's it's like Jamaica have never played in a World Cup. I understand I'm now not, they have. I'm not really referring to Jamaica because I mean they scored a try. What about Scotland Papua New Guinea? Did, what about not involving Papua New Guinea? No, you got to have PNG there. Okay, we're out to five. Okay, okay. No, I'm. I'm what about at, Lebanon, who's who beat Ireland and who won? And a coach by Michael Chica as well. And I've got Mitchell Moses and those sort of players playing for them. And they won well today, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, there's your six. Okay. No, but I'm serious. Okay. Who, I mean, come on. Wales and Scotland and Jamaica, do they really need to be there? They, of course they need to be there because it brings awareness to, especially places like Jamaica and it brings, it brings awareness to the game. When, when was Italy. The last, when was the last time the Kangaroos played in Jamaica? I don't know, but when they do go, I'm going to make sure that I'm on that trip. I reckon there'll be a lot of people. I can honestly say I wouldn't come back. Really? I wouldn't come back. I'd just get lost. You'd leave Beck behind? I'd, I'd get her brought over later. You'd get her brought over later? <laughs> yeah. What, like a male or a bride? Is that what you, you can't say that, mate. She might not want to go to Jamaica. Uh, Brett from Kingsgrove said, we spoke about the World Cup and, and at OK, you brought up the most obvious question that yourself and – some of the other journos have brought up about Josh Adokar, the one of the worst decisions not to pick him in New South Wales. The Fox scored four against Scotland. I would have scored four and my knees are spent, <laughs> Brett from Kingsgrove says. The Fox would not have won an Origin Series. He wasn't the difference to the Blues winning Radio. or losing. Keep yeah. your text coming through. The McDonald Jones birthday sale is on now, 0457 736 736. When we come back, the top seven moments from sport on the weekend on Sports Day. <laughs> Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, cars of the year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Now on Sports Day, it's time for the top seven moments from the weekend. Yes, it top seven is. wasn't our quiz. But uh, Will from Ramwick says, yeah. G'day, boys. Your quiz was very good. <laughs> Bulldog Richie and Ray Thomas have nothing on you, boys. Your presentation was excellent. Keep up the good, great work. Not good work, great work. Thanks, Will. It wasn't our finest moment, it was wasn't. it? But it was bad. It was bad preparation from you. What do you mean, me? Well, you didn't have any sound bites. You, you, know, you could have made it a lot sexier than what it was. My fault. The only person that put something in was Jack. He put in the... The guy, Aaron Rodgers, doing the calls. Okay, key top seven. Do you want me to start off? Yeah, hurry up. Well, the Netherlands cricket team, um, well, never. no one ever thought they were going to make it through to the final 12, but they needed the UAE to beat Namibia to progress to the Super 12, and this is the moment they found out. Yeah, it's nice at their hotel. 
I found out. Uh, number six, what about uh, the races on the weekend? The Cox Plate. What about this performance by J-Mac on Animo. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood, I'm Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. I'm Thunderstruck late. Animo holding on. Animo this time for the big A. I've got to say, if there was another two or 300, I think, on Thunderstruck, one would run a beautiful race. Mm. Uh, number five, Max Verstappen. You like this, this dude, don't you? Yeah, I love him. Wins the US Grand Prix, securing the... Constructors Cup for Red Bull only. Now this is sad. This is he wins, wins the race only a day after the Red Bull co-founder uh, Dietrich Mateschitsch has died at the age of seventy-eight. Yeah, That's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, worth about. I think he had about thirty-two bill on him as well when he passed mm. away. So wow. Yeah, sad day. Uh, but a great celebration for Red Bull. Number four, New South uh, New Zealand, I should say, defeat Australia in the T Twenty World Cup for the first time on Aussie soil. Since 2011. Southie is in and bowling to him. Sliced straight up in the air. Conway stands underneath and takes the catch. It is a World Cup ambush. It is a Sydney mugging. New Zealand, for the first time in 11 years, down Australia on these shores. That's amazing. 11 years. Uh, number three, well, Australia, there was a four-match series. They win back the Constellation Cup, defeating New Zealand at the Gold Coast in game four, 57 to 53. Got a text here. Hi, boys. Adam from Noosa. Now the Diamonds have no money. Is it true they are now being renamed the Cubic Zirconi- <laughs> Zirconias? That's very good, Adam. That is very, very, very good. Well done. Okay, number two, uh, after a Virat Kohli masterclass Indian fight back to win against Pakistan, they needed 28 runs off the final eight balls in front of a, a sold-out MCG. R. Ashwin to face the last ball again to win the game for India and set the emotions of billions soaring. Nawaz in, goes to Ashwin, drives for the win! <laughs> Up over the top of mid-off for four. India win magnificently. On an unforgettable night at the MCG. What a call. What a Kerr call. Whiteley, outstanding. And number one in the top seven, Josh Adokar, the man who has been at much debate tonight around his four tries and how great he was. And you saying that New South Wales would have won the origin if he was picked. Easy. Josh Adokar delivers a try of the tournament. It was an outstanding try. It's his second outstanding try. Um, one of his four tries in the 84-0 victory over Scotland. Yeah, they come again through Hunt. Australia aren't finished yet. And Akar, the target, it bounces over his head. Matt Burton with a oh. little bit of a hot dog. And Akar pushes it down Here he the And Akar! That's brilliant. Oh, Josh Did I hear the word hot dog in that commentary bit then? Did, have a listen. Have a listen. Yeah, they come again through Hunt. Australia aren't finished yet. And Akar, the target, it bounces over his head. Matt Burton with a little bit of a hot dog. And yeah, it was a hot dog. A little dog. bit of a hot dog. Yeah. Great work by Matty Burton as well. Was that a challenge, do you reckon, to the commentator? It's a challenge to Vossi to come up with a, a splendid line. Thanks to SCN and Fox Sports for that audio. Some text sats before we go to the break. 
Uh, boys, let's compare Finch and Maxwell's batting to an NRL player's weekly performance. This is from Mike. They've each had about one decent gig in their last eight to ten. If an NRL player fails to deliver, even after four low ball performances, he would be dropped. Sats, I agree you still would have scored four against Scotland and made plenty of tackles too. I remember meeting you once and told me you ran 90 metres across field for That's a lie, Mike. I never told you that. It wasn't 90 metres, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, the World Cup, Adrian. Woogie is clearly devoid of romance. Why, why, why are you reading it? This is the third Because I like Adrian. Because Adrian and joke. Daniel, they sort of got their, their learned colleagues. No, Daniel's smart. Don't put Daniel and Adrian in the same bracket. You've got no – you are devoid of romance because having the likes of Jamaica, Scotland, Greece and Rugby League World Cup provides copious amounts of romance. Have so much sympathy for Mrs. Woogie. Why? She's obviously a martyr, making the biggest sacrifice for all womankind. That's a very good t- – Jack laugh in the back. That was good. Now, Daniel, listening on the SEN app, adding to the legacy piece that this Rugby League World Cup is providing for Minnow Nations, look no further than Ireland. The National Irish Press and media have been providing coverage of Ireland's participation and encouraging the country to get behind them. For every novice, novice Irish person, you didn't know what Rugby League was prior to the World Cup. Now they do. The grow, it grows interest in the sport, helps prop up the domestic competition. Scotland, Italy, Greece, Jamaica, all the same. So you're not the journey saying... starts with a single step. That's a great line, Daniel. The you... journey starts with a single step. <laughs> Rugby League World Cup, what? they should use that for their next, their next motto. Well, that's about as many steps as Scotland took in their game. <laughs> Seriously. I reckon all of Scotland would have turned off at half time. Seriously, I reckon they'll go for the Aussies in the end. <laughs> I know they had a couple of decisions go against them. That they're a little unlucky, but please, eighty-four nil. How about this one, guys? It's Nathan from Narangbar listening through SCNQ in Brizzy. Do you remember the Australia versus rest of the world games? Yes, nineteen ninety-seven. I remember going to one at Suncorp Stadium because there was a couple of players I was playing with: Tommy O'Reilly, Papua New Guinea, and Marcus Bai and Chris Nahi. Listeners, can you remember Chris Nahi, yeah, the greatest mullet. Um, yeah, they played for the rest of the world versus Australia in 97. Okay. They don't have those anymore, yeah. Have, look at Glenn sending texts, pretending he's someone else. Hey, Jack, please have Justin read out Wall's text, Wall's te- Wally's text, as he's another brand new listener. What, what are you now? Oh, that- here you go. So, so regards don't, Wall. Don't read it out. This is actually from Glenn. Speaking of Glenn, he got three from three in the NFL quiz just before home and away started. Why don't you like to involve everyone? No, he's annoying. I'm with Rooster Muzz. You would have been the kid at school <laughs> when you had to pick out players to be on your team. I was, you would have deliberately I was left out kids and not let them participate in the game. I was never a captain like that, mate. I was the one getting picked last. What are you talking about? Although soccer, I was first picked because I was the fattest kid and it was very hard to get the ball past me. I just laid down in the goal. Just give me a donut. Uh, I'll lay there. We've got to go to break. Nico Toowoomba. Germany beat Brazil 7-1, 2014 World Cup. Powerhouses, both. Bang. That's to your argument. Well, it's only six goals. You're an imbecile. Be quiet. How long ago was – how many – 2014. Oh, this is the last time we probably saw six goals in a game. That's good. That's good. I mean, telling you, mate, I, and no one listens. Kids love a nil or draw at soccer, don't they? Uh, earlier on, we are talking about the netball. 
quick Indigenous players. There's been yes. three. Yes. Um, first one in the last 22, 25 years. Hey, Sats. One Indigenous netballer was Marsha Ella, sister of the Ella brothers from Rugby Union. Who was the other Indigenous woman? Sharon White was her name. Yeah, right. What yeah. era? What era, Sats? Do you know? Well, it was longer than 22 years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. There you have it. Well done. All right. This is Sports Day. We've got to go to a break. We're doing it for Kia Sportage. It's been Crown Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Uh, Joel and Fletcher back from holidays. We'll catch up with them next on Sports Day. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to it. Like we do every uh, Monday, we catch up with Joel and Fletch. They're back. They're back from Hollows. Hello, boys. G'day, boys. Hey, boys. Have missed you both. So yeah. much. Yeah. Hello, hello gents. Uh, now, <clears throat> can you tell me this? Has Badge gone surfing somewhere? He did. He went to Indonesia, some island off in the middle of nowhere yeah. for two and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because we I went there too because a bloke, I was at the airport and a bloke said, are you going with Badge? And I went, no. He goes, my Badge was literally at the airport. So how many groups would you see there? Is it quite sparsely uh, populated? There was, or? Only, there was three groups. Right. Oh, we of, of 10 or a dozen or so, is it? Yeah. 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 Eight or nine. Apologize um, if you have to repeat yourself, Fletch, because I was listening earlier on, but mm. I was watching a, a lot of your activity on um, on Instagram, some of the random photos you're throwing up. So were you in Indonesia, were you? Yeah, we're in the Tello Islands. And did you just go with a group of mates, like Brit? Correct. And the kids and that didn't go, did they? No. Nah, no, no, no girls, no kids. Mm. God, you Which sound was like a shame because I really would have liked to had them there, but you know, sometimes you just got to do what you. You sound do. spent, Fletch. Yeah, I was pretty tired. Yeah, pretty tired. We drank a lot of drinks, mm-hmm. and we went to Jakarta. Had a had the best. Well, he's one for yeah. you. Who would have ever thought? And I have been to Italy, mm. and I'm a bit brucing now. Mm. Best pasta I've ever had. Did a little drum roll. Jakarta. Really? Goose. Really? What? Goose. Yeah, goose liver ravioli. Oh, oh no. Mm. No, it, no, 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 no. It was unbelievable. At what stage of the trip was it? Was it coming home? Coming home. So were you just craving carbs? Was that a True. big part of it? Well, we think that. We discussed that, but it was still very, very good. Yeah. Steak was good. Ah, oh, yes. Take mm. me back. Anyway, boys, Rugby League World Cup. Yay or nay? Yay. No. How good is it? Jamaica scoring their first try in World Cup history. Yeah. All the do scenes. Who, do you know who scored that? Who, BJB. Well, the, BJB, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. He's he's, um, uh, I think it's his 300th game, wasn't it? Ben Jones Bishop. It was. Woogie, I can hear the, the disappointment in your voice. Not not happy with it? Oh, no, spectacle-wise, like close contest, it's, it's not that great yet. But, I mean, we're all building up to something, right? But it's good to sure. see – these minnows play against the great teams. They'll yeah, learn yes. from it and it'll help their game, hopefully, long term. Speaking of photos and holiday, mm-hmm. I was actually perusing, I was being the watcher on Jason Matthews' profile. Yep. Oh. Woogie Barley. How was that, mate? Oh, good, mate. It was the worst three weeks of my life just getting up, deciding what time I'm going to have a beer today. Oh. How many t- the- like when you're on holidays, it's like when does coffee end and when does a when does a bing tang start? That's the hardest <laughs> well, decision. I think you've just answered both. As soon as the coffee ends, the bing tang starts. But sometimes uh, I overlap, Joel. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, tell me this: Did you get the belly? No, no, no. I've, mate, I, I can eat anything or 
from anywhere. It doesn't <laughs> seem to bother me. Trust me, that's true. I <laughs> know. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't get it. I've had some infections elsewhere, but I don't oh. get barley, barley <laughs> just, belly. Just yeast. That's yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> too much, too much wow. bread. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I do yeah, like yeah, my carbs. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. sorry. And, and Satsy boy, did you go away? No, no. I've I've been the stable diet here, um, Fletchy boy. Mm. Yeah, so no, um, just been holding the fort. Badgie comes back on Wednesday. Badgie. Badgie comes yeah. back on Wednesday, yeah. And then I, I, I've got a week off next week. Where are you going? Nowhere. No, so are you going to keep working? you going to keep working? Woogie Woog. Who, Woogs or me? No, I mean working on your other business. You know, nah, um, no, I'll have a week the off. The peering business. Mm. And speaking of the peering business, mm-hmm. have we got any good cases coming up or <laughs> anything exciting that we can talk about? Because I love when you... <laughs> involved with some real weird stuff. Got a like the one of, at the casino, that one. Big couple of big surveillance jobs on at the moment. Boom. What they're, are we looking at? What, oh, no, they're interesting we... characters, the surveillance agents. To be able to sit in a car for like eight hours and like urinate into a bottle and and not have to. <laughs> what? And, and, yeah. and how far away do you got to be from where the, where the house is? Just say so it is a house. Like Depends how peer- exposed you are. You have to go and do a. Like a no, you spot got pants check on. the day before. You got pants on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you got binoculars, or the people your your workers got binoculars? Oh, but they got cameras set up in the the fronts and backs of their vehicles, so they're filming everything that goes on. So yeah. wait, mm-hmm. if you've got a car parked outside your house for eight hours, surely that's a giveaway with a camera in the front. Well, everyone is not aware that people may be watching them. When you drive home tonight, you may not be aware that someone's following you for whatever reason. Do you wear a fake moustache? <laughs> watcher. The watcher. Now, gentlemen, yeah. um, the chat that has surfaced mm. is Daily Cherry Evans versus Cleary in the halfback yep. spot. Cleary. Cleary. Have, you got, a, have Cleary. you got a view? I think he'll come down to Munster. I think, yeah. I think Mel would be saying to him, who's the one that not you feel most comfortable with, but who's the one that's giving you more space and – when you want the ball, is going to give it to you. And now I know he's got the history with Daly Cherry Evans, but I think Nathan Cleary will actually unleash a, something out of Cam that we may not have seen. I think he'll give him more space to be quite honest. And I think Mel will just come down. We all know they can both kick, they can both pass, they can both run. It'll just come down to defensively who's who makes the right decisions. Well, that's Cleary. Mm. Cleary's a better defender. Yeah. Yep. Agrees. Mm. Yeah, it, it is interesting. All silent. But no, I, no, I, I don't think it's I don't think yep. it's that crystal clear so, that it's and, and people seem to forget the Origin series, don't they? We mm. have, yeah, <laughs> we certainly have. <laughs> hey, what? Hey, just on the I know we didn't talk about anything about the regular season, but did the ARLC they saying they want to give the premiers eight hundred thousand to win the comp? Yeah, if you can afford it. Yeah. Why not? They see. I, I go the other way here, boys, and and I haven't caught up on the chat, so I'm only just going off what you're saying. Mm. I, I just think that. You win enough by winning a competition with your memberships and uh, all the merchandise you sell. I reckon we need a big ticket for actually winning the, the minor premiership. So the minor yeah. premiership will go from 100000 to 200000 Yeah, so I, I, I reckon I'd have it the other way around. Why? The team has been the best all year. No. Week if they in, don't week win out. the comp, who cares? But it's a reward for what you've done all year. doesn't matter. But you, you, you already cash in winning the comp. It means a shite load winning the comp. And no one wants – you ask any player, mm. they don't want to win the minor premiership. No, I, I understand that. But I'm saying from a club's point of view – No, nah, it's got to be the end. You reckon? It has to be. And you can't share the prize money with the players either, can you, Fletchy? Because it goes under the salary cap. 
Mm, of course you can. Just goes to the bottom. <laughs> <and> <laughs> the that would be correct. We didn't get any money to go away. No. <laughs> <laughs> although, although, breaking news, yep. not breaking news, we haven't discussed this. Mm-hmm. Those ranked numbers that... Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to discuss this. How, how hard is it to watch a game of rugby league? And I was wondering why Valentine Holmes oh. was a dummy half for so much the other day, but it was Ben Hunt. That's right. Mm. Mm. You know, we just want to switch off. Are you, are you, you're a goer for this. No, I'm you? not a goer. I think it's a stupid idea. Yeah, mm. ridiculous. It, it is stupid. But Michael it just Hagen's doesn't bother idea, me. I think it was. I, I, it I, bothers I, me because when you're watching, and yeah. I just want to kick back mm. with a little bit of Maker's Mark bourbon mm. yes. and sitting. You know, I've discovered that on holidays oh, too. Okay, yeah. It's when you, when you go. I come, I'm a bad fad man. No, 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 no sling. Yeah. I just go through phases. Um, Andrew Faze. Yeah. So the – don't you just like when you sit at home yeah. and you know number seven is going to be Nathan Cleary? Yeah. Now it's not. But, mm. but calling a game, I, I don't think I even look at the numbers. You're not, I'm not calling a game. No, but I'm just – what I'm saying is that if anyone needs the numbers, it's a caller. And I don't think I even look at the numbers. You just know no, the player. No, it's mm. not. It doesn't sit right with Now, no, while no, you guys no. are away, Mal Meninga, who's with Benny Davis on SENQ every Monday morning, mm. he – we had some uh, some audio a few weeks ago while you were away, where he actually wasn't consulted. Mal, they knew it was they knew it was being spoken about. He wasn't officially consulted about that was going to be the change to the to the jerseys for the World Cup. Well, can, can I ask? Is the reason because you need to have a fixed number for the whole tournament? Is that why? Well, it used to happen back in the fifties, sixties, where kangaroo tours you just had a you had a touring number. Like for example, yeah. one kangaroo tour. Graham Ang- Langlands Ward number three, right? But he, he, but he was the fullback. So yeah, so I think it's they're trying to go no, back to I'll, some tradition. But but for some other clubs, for example, Sats, mm-hmm. uh, and as I said, I don't know the answer to this. But if there's a number one, right? Is, is that player number one for the entirety of the tournament? Yes. Yeah, your jumper is. So yeah. Isaiah Yo will make will possibly play in the World Cup finals in jersey number. 24. 24 or something, yeah. yes. yeah. Mm. But but what, what people then are saying that they should have just picked the most likely 17, is that what they're saying? Well, people are just I, saying yeah, just, just keep, it as, keep it as normal. No, but what I'm saying is, is that if yeah. Daly Cherevans was the incumbent and yeah. he, he was given the number seven, yes. and if Cleary come finals time had Hit made 14. his way to seven, would he still be? No, the, no, no, no. He would be number seven? You no, know, Cleary would have been 14. No, he would if, have been seven, wouldn't he? No, pick a new team each week. No, but I think because of the jerseys. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Mm. What are you saying? Do you boys understand what we're saying? I, know what I you're do. Saying. I do. Yes. Yeah. Mm. No, because Cleary. No, no. It, so the, the first team named one to seventeen, they'd keep that yes, throughout. That's right. The whole. That's right. So if Daly was seven and Cleary wasn't in the seventeen, and he was there for nineteen, yes. but he becomes the halfback in the World Cup final, nineteen, wearing number nineteen. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that, that's that's why they've even entertain the idea of going down the path they have because they had to slap names on the back of the jumpers and yes. all that sort of thing. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. look, well, it's, it's a, who cares? I do. Yeah. I, I mean, Isaiah Yo cares when he gets his first test jump at 24 yeah. and it's hanging up and someone says, you know, like years down the track, saying, do you Dad, he cares? Dad, you're a kook. <laughs> you made a test. You played a test, and you were number twenty-four. You didn't get on. <laughs> Last bloke, <Blake> loser. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sats. Actually, we haven't spoken about this, right? Yeah. Um, the last time I saw Sats, we were at the famous venue, which is uh, Ackle Stadium. Yeah. The Dylan Edwards tackle happens right in front of him. By the end of the game, journos are banging on the door, wanting to come in and interview Sats. And at mm-hmm. that point, you realise how big a deal it was. But Sats, during the game, and we were sort of commentating this particular event. At the southern end, meanwhile, the game's on at the northern end. This player, this person comes oh, on the yeah. field. Oh, yeah. 
And, mate, I'm overseas and I learned that it's Mark McClendon. I know. And I, th- I was a little bit disappointed in Mark McClendon because he was a very hard player to tackle, but the security caught him quite easily that night. I thought he might have had some um, some skills soon. But what about the bike the bike lock around his neck? And he was hoping to basically Can't lock it up. into the Now, uh, are we sure? Upright. And now you, you were commentators as well. They were very hard to tell apart. Are we sure it wasn't Andrew McFadden? Because sometimes it was... Mac attack. You know, they were the Supermax. Imagine yep. if they both went on. <laughs> He lives up in Mullumbimby or something now, I think, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think Mark he's... Um, Sats, can you just imagine the oh. story? Had he uh, had he been successful in putting himself to the post, <laughs> Chaining himself. game has to stop, no, camera zoom play on, in, play on. and they go, that's bloody Mark McLean. Could you... <laughs> Imagine we just played on. <laughs> <laughs> so Cleary moves in, McClendon tied to the bottom of the post. Yeah. He just becomes the, the upright pad. That's it. Could yeah. you imagine put that? Put the pad over him. Just yeah. put the pad over him. But how, how close was it to have been a massive story? Oh. That, that didn't come out to me. But know. he had it around his neck. Mm. Yeah. You'd need a lot of time to be able to undo it and then connect yourself around it. Yep. And then if you got the Has combination he made wrong, any you're in trouble then. Yeah, he came out and said, he goes, I had a bike chain around him, a uh, bike lock around my neck. Mm. My goal was to rip the pad off, which he ripped the pad off. Yeah. Because he needed the bare post because <laughs> it, the chain wasn't big enough. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But oh, it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> it, I just love that, though. Hey, but he's gone to the football. We're all going there to watch this dynasty, which could be the Penrith Panthers. And, and he knows himself. He has gone there, probably purchased his tickets at the southern end to get that position. Yeah. To do this, and he had boots on too. He had footy boots. <laughs> yeah. On. yeah. Yes. Hey, now right. if, if any of your teammates, both of your former teammates at wherever you played, if there was one player that you would think it wouldn't surprise you if you're watching the footy one day and they've done a they've a pitch invader, who would it be? Nathan, oh. Nathan Wood, but not for that, not for any political reasons, just because <laughs> yeah. he just does it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just to annoy He's the people. best. He's the world's best. Yeah. What about you, Sugar? Uh, good afternoon to you, Hass Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hass the Sailor? Oh, uh, if someone dared him, I reckon he would for sure. Oh, more of Chris Spider Hicks. Remember Hicksy? Yeah. yeah. Every oh, day Hicksy. of the week. Hicksy would, Fair yeah. Him. Yep. Wow. What, for political reasons? No, no, no. Just get him full as a boot and just say, you won't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. he would, yeah. 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 We've all got that, mate, haven't we? <laughs> We've all got that, mate. We've all got a tight ass. We've all got we've all got the same mates, I reckon. Mate, Nathan Wood, Nathan Wood. Every club he has gone to, you speak to every player from those clubs and go, biggest pain in the ass, biggest practical joker. Every one of them has a Nathan Wood story. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've told you this story, but I probably have because I've I've repeat a lot of stuff. You, you know when he hid in well, the Clearies, yeah, and, and Nathan literally yeah. had to go and get counselled <laughs> four or five. Did he, he fall asleep? No, and that was just hiding in the in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> he broke into the Cleary's house in New Zealand. Yeah, climbed into the the uh, walk-in wardrobe, waiting for Ivan or Beck to open. And he'd come out with a mask on, scared. Nathan, as a four-year-old, yeah. waddling along, heard some ruckus, <laughs> opened the door, and Woodsy jumped out. Yeah. Ah, and a pair of budge smugglers and a mask. And Nathan <laughs> ran off. Uh, yeah, so oh, good. Yes. That's oh, so that good. Yeah, that is good. Man. Um, hey, just talking about the World Cup before, uh, that forms part of my A grade um, because our very learned friend, the meerkat, Nathan Brooks, who's sitting there right now, um, he put a tweet up today with all the score lines, four score lines. You would have read that. We really need to look at the format of the future Rugby League World Cups. It's borderline unwatchable <laughs> to the guy who doesn't wake up and watch them. That's an A grade. Mm, yeah. Hey, what, what about um, 
Fitz, Fitzy sends this through, boys. He said, welcome back, boys. How, how many of your framed jumpers are framed with the number showing? Says Fitzy. But, I don't sh- fr- Okay, can, can I ask you this? Do you have any memorabilia in your house of your playing days? Does it have to be up or just in the house? Not, Displayed. No, I've, I've got three photos of sporting. And not, that's not, diff- not you. Different strokes. Oh, I have. I've, yes. got a, I've got a photo when the full-time hooter went. For the premiership? Yeah. Yeah, so I've got zero, right? I've got zero. But a, a, a famous, famous player, <laughs> mate of mine was selling his house, right? Famous, famous player. And I, I can only write this down, uh, but I can't say the name. So he yeah. has himself. It's like a shrine to himself throughout. S-P-U-D. No. <laughs> no, it's not spud. No, no. And this particular person who's selling their house, and, and yeah. they were a star of the sort of I'd probably say uh, 80s, yeah. one of the stars of the oh, 80s. Moral. No, 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 it's not who you think it is. Yeah. No, no, it's not who you think it is. Um, no, I know who you're thinking. <laughs> but he, he basically his home is a shrine to himself, and there is photos of himself everywhere in this house. Yep. What what noise would, if you were the mascot, yeah, yeah. what noise <laughs> would they make? No, That's a good game. No, no, yeah. no I will not bark. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so his final instructions for the agent was, yep. right, whatever you do, don't tell them whose house you're selling. You couldn't not tell it was them. That's Every A single grade. room. A Would that grade. be a hindrance or an advantage, do you think, if you're buying oh. a house open? Oh, uh, I open don't know. House. Boys, what do you reckon? Uh, no, I think there'd be some that would like it. Absolutely. Mm. What's his name rhyme with? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can't. Sugar? No, 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 no. Can't make fun of him. Is it, no. He's got red hair. Not no, Kathy no. Freeman, but. No. No, no, it's no. a rugby league. No, player. no, no, no. Yeah, no, but no. same surname? No? No. Okay. No. 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 Okay. No. No, 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 Morgan. Very, very, res- very respectful. <laughs> <talk>. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't know he done the boots on Morgan. <laughs> no, no, certainly not. Anything else happening, gentlemen? No, that's it. No, that's it. That's all no. she wrote. Hey, what about the Aussies the other night? I'm cricket. Cricket. I mean, they're yeah. exhausted because they've played about <laughs> five T Twenty matches, and they don't have a sponsor after this year. What do you make of all that? Well, has, has that come out? Has that been confirmed? Yeah, that that's it. Aaron Paddy Cummins. Said, yeah. yeah. So Paddy said, tired. pull it. Well, oh, no, that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not. No, no, conf- not, the, not no. the tiredness, sorry. No, but, no, it hasn't been. No, they've said it's not, nothing to do with Pat Cummins' okay, views. But, but, but the tiredness, um, yeah, that was a mm, poor excuse. Hey, did you, any of you catch the uh, India versus Pakistan last night? How good. Unbelievable. Mm. Oh, stop mm. it. We've already played Jared's highlights, so you're certainly not using it in your show, are you? Yeah. Uh, do you do Fun Fact Monday? We do. When I went away, as you say, I was in Bali for three weeks and I came back to this. Sats and Badge dreamt up this crazy ID. It's Fun Fact Thursday! (laughs) How how S-H-I-T is that? Oh, it's rank. rank. That's Badge. That's Badge doing a funny... This is Sats. Fun Fact Thursday. (laughs) How rank is that? It's It's so rank. So rank. So rank. What, um, what, what goes on up there, you blokes? Mate. Oh, actually, hang on. I got this for he's you. He's trying to, he's trying to blow down crap stats. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? What about this? The residents of a Gold Coast home have been left startled after a naked driver ploughed his car through the, <laughs> the brick fence before landing in the swimming pool. A red Holden Commodore lost control while travelling along Racecourse Drive in Bundle mm-hmm. around 11.45am on Friday. It crashed through the brick fence of a home before the vehicle ended up partially in the swimming pool. 
the driver, a man aged in his 50s with a moustache, managed to escape with minor injuries. He was treated at the scene by paramedics. What are you doing up there? We are looking to what we are looking into what caused the driver to lose control and crash. All they've got out there, there was surfboards strapped to the top of this vehicle. Boys, have you heard about this? He hasn't been in Indonesia at all, has he? <laughs> He's been just surfing out Main Beach by the sound of Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Ah, yes. Badge back on uh, Wednesday night. Let's quickly get into this. Make sure you watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. I have been enjoying, like you, Sats, that and plenty of other sport over the weekend. In fact, barely left the house. A quick text before we get to last laugh. Um, This is from Richard from Tallabudra. Whatever happened to the USA and Canada in the World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, did Jamaica beat them to qualify? Countries should only be allowed into the World Cup if there are registered clubs and comps in those countries. Fair call. Not because your mum hooked up with a Rastafarian at Glastonbury. Okay, I should have read that last bit before. Fair call, Sats. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they must have qualified by beating the other. There must have been a comp yeah. amongst the minnows. Yeah, they did. They did. So it's, it's that qualification stage that we go through like with the World Cup, the, uh, the Soccer World I don't Cup like, as well. I don't like Richard's other text that he sent through. Is that about um, – Because I oh, used to be a goalkeeper in primary school, yeah, soccer. Justin the Hutt, as in Jabba the Hutt, in goals. That's good. That's one of the best texts of the night, to be honest. No soup for you. <laughs> Come back one year. Now, uh, Mazza says, Woogie, we often extract the urine out of each other and other footy teams east-souths. But after hearing your Alinta Energy story earlier, which for the listeners who just joined in, you actually switched over to Alinta because you felt sorry for them. I, I wanted to support them. I dipped my lid to you. Well done, Thank mate. You. Thank you. Mm. I also did it because they were offering uh, 12 months free KO. So I thought that was nice as well. Hey, we've got to, got to get into this. One sec. Here we go. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Just before we get your last laugh, Sats, don't risk missing all your team's matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. It's been great. It's been great. Now, uh, my local Italian chef at the restaurant, he's he's been ill, unfortunately, and sad news, he, the Italian chef, he, he passed away and can only do so much, and now he's just a piece of history. Oh, he passed away, can only do so yeah, much. Yeah, no, can, can only, only. Yeah, got it. Passed away. Now it's just a piece, pizza history. Pizza yeah. history. Got it. Uh, this has been Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. Make sure you grab the podcast from wherever you grab podcasts from. We'll be back tomorrow night. See ya. Goodbye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.